0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie. Hope you all had a great fucking week. Mine was a bit chaotic, but that's literally my life now, so yay. Um, it's just, honestly, it just comes with the job. It's just part of it. Whenever there's a problem, you call the manager, so... Yeah, um that's been what's up um so here in the states it was thanksgiving weekend and i have uh mixed emotions about that i'm not down for like you know celebrating the whole genocide behind it but i do like to eat so there's that part of it um yeah i'm i really am just kind of torn because i don't really know how i feel about all that honestly um my family's not traditional in any way, shape, or form, so we, when we do holidays, um, my, my mom's side, we don't like sit and everybody sit at a big table and say what they're thankful for or any normalcy whatsoever. It's everybody brings some dishes, it's buffet style. Everybody kind of eats whenever they want, and the football game is playing every fucking time. Um, it's just every time there's there's no getting around it, it's happening bunch of us are not football fans, but, you know, fucking deal with it, because it is what it is, you don't really have a choice, kind of sucks, though, because, in a way, I kind of wish we were more traditional, but at the same time, I'm kind of glad we're not, because I was able to dip out fast, <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all a little secret, and I'm sure someone in my family's gonna listen to this episode and be like, God, I knew Cassie fucking did that shit, but whatever, I'm gonna tell y'all what it did anyway, so... Um, our store was open 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. Last year, we were only open till 5. We closed early, so we're be with families. This year, they're like, yeah, um, no, we're going to stay open all day. And we're going to open an hour earlier, just, you know, to fuck you over a little bit more. So, that's fine. That's fine. We honestly weren't even that busy and need to be open that late, but whatever. Anyway, so I split up the day into, um, three shifts of five hours that way everybody could you know pick a time there because I did it voluntarily I let my team volunteer what shifts they wanted to work and what worked out for them and actually for the most part it worked out pretty well I did have um <coughs> excuse me my key holder was supposed to be there from 12 to 5 so I can leave at noon because I actually went in at um, 6 so I got there at like 5 45 but uh, she was supposed to work 12 to 5, but she called in last Saturday, texted me actually, 20 minutes before her shift and quit. Which I knew she was leaving because she got another job. Well, she moved, I mean, um, to a different state and she was looking for a different job. Because it was drive, it was like a 30 minute drive every day, which is fine. But, she promised me she'd give me a two week notice and she gave me a 20 minute notice, so, yeah. But, my team was super awesome by the time that um, I found that out and got down there to redo the schedule, they had already figured it all out for me. So, it made me really happy. Anyway, back to Thanksgiving. So, we were supposed to be just, you know, split the shifts and she was supposed to be there at 12 to 5 so I can go home. Because I literally live at the store anyway and I've been there since 5.45 that morning. Since she quit. It didn't work out. And nobody else could really come in. Because they all had their dinner. So we working the other ships. So. Uh. It, it was fine though. I mean. It was. It was okay. We worked it out. Uh, I was just fucking exhausted. But. Before I left. I told my girls. Because our dinner wasn't until 7. So. We get to my aunt's house. At, you know. A little after 7. And. We eat about 7.15. 7.20. Is when. Everybody just starts going up and eating. Whatever. And it. Like I said. It's buffet style. And there's no, like, big table where everybody sits at. They sit in the family room, in the kitchen, just kind of spread out everywhere. So, we're we got done eating, and we're all sitting there talking and everything. And I told my girls, sometime after 8, a little bit after 8, between 8 and, like, 8, 15, 8.30, somewhere in there. Call me and tell me there's a catastrophe at the store, and I have to go. <laughs> so, they did, and we were able to dip early, get home, so I can get to bed, so I can be back down there early as fuck yesterday morning. Because why would I not be there super fucking early on fucking Black Friday for nobody to come in and shop? It was stupid, but I had to get some sleep because I was tired. So, yeah. It kind of made it nice that we we were home early and in our jammies and ready to fucking just relax. Which is needed because it's been just fucking chaotic as hell. Like I said, my, my key holder had quit and it just really took us for a loop. But we got it worked out. So, That was my week of craziness. And you're probably thinking, Cassie, what the fuck does this have to do with witchcraft? And quit whining about your damn life and move on with it. You got it. I will tell you how it combines. Protection. And this week, we are taking a deeper dive into protection. We've kind of talked about it in some different episodes of the past, but today we're going to actually, like, dive and focus solely on protection. This is actually... um, a listener request thank you Shelby for reaching out to me and requesting this episode it's one I've been talking about in my head for quite a while I'm thinking about how I wanted to approach it and your push gave me the get up and go I needed to to make it happen so thank you so much for that Shelby I hope I give you some answers and help you out here It's crazy, though, to think about, guys. So, we've come a long way. We started off real simple, easy, you know, little bitty things and just talking about the basics. And now we're talking about how we need to protect ourselves from all the crazy stuff. And we're more susceptible to psychic attacks. And I'm not meaning, like, a psychic is going to come and attack you. Like, I don't mean that. Our psyche is very open. We are aware. We have made ourselves aware. We've done this on purpose so that we could become more one with with the world and everything around it. This also opens us up to a shit ton of dangerous things. Energies. People. People's energies. Living and, and ceased. There's lots of different things that can fuck with us and we have to be prepared because it's just... Too too easy for us to get hurt in very many ways. um We just have to be cautious, and so, but we're gonna take a deep look into the different things we can do to protect ourselves and protect our family, our loved ones, and our home, and just everything all together. Because you know we have spirits, like I said, and energy, different energies that we don't know if they were human or what. I mean, because honestly, energy just never stops. So all that energy is out there somewhere and of course real people in general like just actual human beings that are just dicks we need to protect ourselves against them too because they get in our fucking heads and fuck with us and it gets really bad so yeah we're gonna just dive right into protection The big problems that we face as witches and people of spirituality on our past is that we're aware and we can sense these energies, we can feel them, we can talk to them, we just have this relationship with energies around us and sometimes there's new ones that come in and sometimes there's some that we have never felt before, um, you know, I, when I say relationships, I just mean that we interact with them on a, a level that feels normal for us, but we get really comfortable in that that normalcy and that relationship, for lack of a better word, that we don't think about how bad it can turn and how quickly it can get there. A lot of these spirits are very good at being tricksters and kind of, you know, being a Loki, really. Um, they, They could really take our awareness and our sensitivity and our, and our openness and turn it against us in a way that could really fuck with us. Not all spirits and energies that we come across are going to be evil, but not all of them are going to be good. I can guarantee you that. You're going to, as you enlighten more, you're going to come across some spirits and energies that are just not good to have around. And there's actions you're going to have to take to eradicate this or erect it because if not it's gonna get really bad um i i have been there um like i said guys we moved in here in 2004 the first time and the first step in this house we could feel the energies and the spirits and um we just kind of blew it off you know like okay (laughs) it's haunted i grew up in a house that was haunted that nobody believed me it was uh, my mom and dad just always made the joke, oh, you know, I guess the ghost left the bread out, or whatever the case may have been back then, but they didn't realize that there were actually fucking spirits there and energies, I could see them and feel them and touch them, and t- or not touch them, but talk to them, and I mean, they were there, they were real, and it was just a joke, but so to me, this growing up was normal, this was something that just was, my grandmother's house was absolutely fucking filled with some fucked uply horrendous shit, And I I buried those memories deep down of the beyond petrifying things that I saw, felt, and experienced in that house. Because it was just too fucking damaging. So, I just locked that shit away. And that was locked up with the key gone. Like, forgotten. So, when we come in here, and I'm just used to spirits in general being playful and, and doing things, I did not even expect to have anything negative happening did not expect any bad stuff or whatever we just kind of acted as if it were normal um Travis was not used to that he definitely did not grow up in haunted places like I did and um it it was just a new experience for him so yeah it was something that he was not prepared for and kind of what's the word I'm looking for on edge about or his you know his guard up about, but he also didn't talk about it, because he wasn't a real strong believer at the time, so he just tried to rationalize everything, and Occam's Razor every fucking thing, which (laughs) we have a whole, I gotta tell you guys sometime about this, not right now, but a whole story about Occam's Razor, but anyway, so he did not, uh, talk about it, he just let it be as if it were nothing, and I just, thought it was normal, I thought everybody had that and dealt with that, which I now know they did not, <laughs> but the kids felt it. they experienced it, you know, like I've said in many of the past episodes, they grew up with spirits and energies around them, and it was just normal for them, and it just, it was, it wasn't something that we were like, oh no, it's your imagination, go back to bed, it just was just something that was there, but I learned within the year of us being here, the things were not what they seemed, and they got to worse as they went on. As we started doing any kind of renovations within the home at all, things would start happening. Things would disappear. Things would break. Things would move. We would feel things. We'd have a little scratch here or there. Nothing major, but it was, it was little things were coming up that were getting bad that made us realize maybe it was time for some kind of protection. But then it would chill out. And it would go away, and we'd be like, okay, yeah, it's done, we're over, blah, blah, blah. And then it would come back when we would do some other renovation or we would change something. Spirits and energies that are contained within your your home do not like change. They do not like renovation. They do not like any of that shit at all. Sucks because you want your home to be your, your way. They want it to be the way it was when they were here. Can't always be that way. But... As we got going further and we started talking about different things and doing different things, it got worse and worse and worse, and the sleep paralysis started happening. And guys, I'm telling you, it was just so fucked up. So leading up to, let me let me back up just here, but leading up to sleep paralysis, it was scratches. And like I had said, it was just little scratches at first and It went happening in for a while, and then it got pretty out of hand. It would be three scratch marks down our backs and places that there's no fucking way our, uh, your own arm could reach and make those. So, like, we knew, you know, no one was fucking with this. It was legit, like, you know, Travis didn't scratch himself. Be like, oh, hey, look what happened. Or, you know, say it with me, it. this was impossible to get these scratches on yourself. Especially the amount of time, like, it was not there when you just laid down on the bed. And when you sat up, it's there. And, like, we would be watching TV or something and like, oh, God, you know, my fucking back hurts. And he'd sit up and there's three fucking scratches on his back. So this became a pattern and started getting worse and worse and little things with the scratching. And he always felt like someone was outside the shower when he was taking a shower and freaking the fuck out. He'd always be in a hurry. He'd be scared to even get soap in his eyes or soap on his face and close his eyes. He'd hurry to get the soap off his face as fast as he could so he can have his eyes open and look around him to make sure he was safe. And that is not a life to live, guys. Seriously. it got bad. It got to the point where things were, like, falling off the walls while we're sleeping. And, you know, walking into the kitchen and all the cabinet doors are open. And it just really started to to be kind of... To the point where almost we were like, okay, do we need to fucking move? Because this is so fucking scary shit. Wasn't something that we shared with the kids. Because this stuff mostly happened to Travis and I the kids if it happened to them anything bad they didn't say anything at this time they kept it quiet about it but it was a lot of times at night in our room that we would have a lot of it and we ended up finding out that the the negativeness was steaming stemming from our bathroom area and our bathroom and bedroom are connected so they were coming in through the bathroom into our room a lot the sleep paralysis got fucking horrible the night that everything really got shitty We were... The kids were gone. It was Trav and I were here. And we turned... Or Brady had just left the house. And we're like... hear a loud noise in his room. Like, he left the TV on in there. So we go in and we we turn the TV off. Because you know how kids... They leave their TVs on. So maybe 20, 30 minutes later... We hear the TV again. And we're like, what the fuck? We just turned it off. So we're thinking, well, maybe our remote... From the family room. Because we had the same kind of TVs. Turned it on in here or something. Which... I don't know, I think I was just trying to logical, logically come up with some kind of, you know, reasoning here. Twas was not it. We turned it off, and then we sat in the family room for a little while longer, watched TV, and we're like, fuck it, you know, let's just go watch TV in bed. The kids aren't here, let's just go relax and, you know, do our thing. We were just exhausted anyway, so we shut the tv off in the living room and we go into our bedroom which these are all connected like our, our house isn't huge it's got a huge family room but all of the rooms are connected off of the family room except for the bathroom it's connected to our room and through brady's room um and there's another bathroom off the kitchen but it's just like a half bath anyway so everything is centered around the family room but so we shut the tv off and we go in our room turn the tv on and the film room tv comes back on while we're laying in bed and we're like something's fucked up with our most wiring something's going on like what the fuck so we blow it off act like it's not a big deal you know we're like okay i think both of us were scared so we just kind of act like it wasn't anything big <laughs> because like what the fuck so we're in bed watch tv and everything and finally we're getting tired so we shut the tv off and it wasn't maybe even 10 minutes later that motherfucking tv turned back on by itself and we were like, what the fuck? So, you know, it got a little intense that night. You could just feel it in the air that something was not cool. And by this point, Trav and I had been both so, like, paranoid about things and had so much weird shit happen that we slept back-to-back at night. Because neither one of us wanted our back exposed. We wanted to be able to see whatever was coming towards us. So, we slept back-to-back at those points. And it it was just something we had to do because we were both petrified. It wasn't something we talked about or planned out. We just did it because we were so fucking scared. Okay? So, that was the night that everything changed. And I'm, I'm laying there and I'm asleep and I just wake up in the middle of the night and i'm awake i can see everything is fucking black as fuck like my eyes are just if i look out my peripheral or down a little bit i can see a light but right directly over me was fucking dark as fuck it was the blackest black i've ever seen in my entire life my eyes are open and i cannot fucking move i cannot speak i i'm trying to wiggle and i can wiggle a little bit but i can't fucking like move move And I am just fucking frozen with fucking fear, completely petrified. I am I am trying everything to get words out, and nothing is coming out. I'm trying to just move my body, and I can't fucking move. It was the most fucking terrifying experience of my goddamn life. Okay, so I finally get out some murmurs, and I'm like making noises, and Trout wakes up to this, and he's shaking me like. I felt him shaking me and finally it's like something just broke off of me and broke free and I was able to just breathe and just scream and, and sit up and just everything all at once it was like a fucking movie it was seriously like something you see in a fucking movie and I was like what the fuck was that like I was fucking petrified okay that just scared the shit out of me because all my mason jars were starting to pop and it scared scared me cause that one's loud anyway um so I was I was legit fucking petrified and I, th- I couldn't even explain it Travis asked me what's wrong what's wrong what's wrong and I'm trying to explain like I can't I can't get the words out I don't even have a way to fucking explain what the fuck just happened to me it's like two thirty in the morning and I am just fucking petrified and total fucking terrified fear and trying to explain what the hell just happened and words just were not coming out I just sat there and cried and cried and cried and cried and he helped me, and we went back to sleep finally, and the next day, you know, we we talked about what had happened, and we tried to play it off as, well, maybe, you know, I was just in a mixed sleep state, I mean, all these different things were just trying to justify it just so we would not be fucking scared anymore, and then I was like, fuck this, Um, I need to do something, so I had to put a salt bowl out, which I'll explain more about that is here in a little bit. I had some sage, to, did some steps and did some things and tried to really just protect our bedroom area because that's the only place we were having any kind of dangerous type things happening. So, So, um, everything kind of calmed down a little bit. After that, we, we'd get scratched a little here and there, nothing major. Um, I mean, they w- the marks would go away in a couple of days. Things were still moving um, in the house. Like, we'd have the drone just flew off the fucking wall one day. Uh, And it flew off the wall. I guess I should correct that. It was on cup hooks. Holding the the drone landing gear. Legs. I'm not even sure what you call it. You have to literally lift it up. And then pull it out to get it off there. And it's a pain if you just go to grab the drone. It, it it sticks. You can't just grab it and pull it. You have to literally grab it. Lift out. Lift up. And then lift out again to get it off there. And we're sitting there one night. Literally just watch the tv and that fucking thing just popped up off the wall about i don't know maybe three inches pulled out like we saw it literally pull out and drop and um a few nights after that the we had a toilet paper roll sitting on the um bathroom sink i was getting ready to we have a very wide bathroom sink vanity and i was hearing to change the toilet paper roll and i set it down for some reason because i wanted to show me something and we walked back in the bathroom and it's sitting on its edge like it's the roll sitting on the flat end, and we literally, god damn, that just gets fucked on me again, um, we literally just watched it unravel by itself, like, right from our fucking eyes, um, so that was, you know, a little bit spooky, but also like, okay, so the evilness is gone, now it's just like a jokester, trickster, like a Loki, you know, got it in here, and, we would have, you know, the cabinet doors opening and things like that, and, and it chilled, and, time went by, you know, we thought we were safe, we got everything good, but we were definitely wrong, and again, we were nowhere near safe, um, a few, probably, I'm gonna say it was a good year or so before anything major, like, dangerous, dangerous happened again, but it was the sleep process started all over again, it all started happening, um, it, it was pretty fucking scary, I mean, it was happening at least twice a week for a couple months, then, I mean, I was like, "What the fuck, man!" Like, I, something's crazy. I gotta do something. And then Brady, one morning, wakes up and um, we're sitting in the family room talking, and he tells us about, you know, he couldn't move in the night and all this stuff, and literally describes the exact same fucking thing that happened to me. But he acted like it was no big deal, like it was a dream, and he didn't bother to wake up, you know, come screaming in there and tell us anything didn't fucking bother to tell us at all until like the morning after actually, it actually was afternoon by this point and it happened to him and he wasn't scared though that's what gets me i don't understand he was not scared he thought it was a dream and he woke up and went back to sleep and that was it but that was when i knew when when it started fucking with my kids that it was time to really take some steps in protection and um it, it was really time to to get serious about this and so as we were trying to figure out what to do and um, I was you know, trying out all kinds of different things for protection we came home or the kids came from school one day and found the cat in the refrigerator like I don't even know how that fucking happens I had Charlie and I left for work that morning and I came home on my lunch break around 12 maybe Maybe 11, 30 or 12 that day. And, or no, maybe it was a little bit later. It might have been like 1. I don't remember exactly what time. Anyway, I came on my lunch break and um, I didn't stay here and eat. I literally just grabbed uh, something out of the cabinet that I had and took it to work and and went. I wasn't even in the refrigerator. The kids got out of school at 3 and they called me at work and they never called me then they always text me because they knew you know I'd be busy or something and this was long before I was a manager so I was probably unregistered so they'd always text first to see and they called me and I remember like thinking it had to be an emergency something I they're calling and they tell me like we found the cat in the refrigerator we came from school and we couldn't find her anywhere and she was in the damn refrigerator and I'm like what the fuck I thought they were fucking with me but no she legit was in the refrigerator She was not in the refrigerator when I came home on break and got that out of the cabinet. She was sitting on the kitchen counter. So, I have no fucking clue to this day how she got in the refrigerator. But, it was definitely like, alright, time to fucking move on and make some serious shit changes. Like, we gotta do something. This is getting out of hand. So, that's when I... ...started taking major steps... ...and making sure that you know everything was protected... ...I started learning as much stuff as I could... ...about protection and cleansing... ...and grounding and awareness... ...and every fucking thing I could... ...to make sure that my family was safe and protected... ...because when it comes to humans... ...Travis has us covered for protection... ...I mean, we have guns, yes... ...we have things in place... ...if somebody does break in... ...or tries to hurt us physically... ...but... ...you can't shoot a spirit... Or an energy, you can't stab or pepper spray a fucking energy. So that's that's uh, a scary fucking feeling. Very scary. So that is what got me started in the whole really really deep in doing a deep dive into protection and <coughs> excuse me and making sure that uh, my family's good and we're good, and we're safe. So I I'm. Pretty fucking uh, experience when it comes to protection. And there are many fucking ways that you can go about this. There are many, many different options. Um, Honestly, like spells, a lot of people like to do spells for them. Um, There's just a lot of things. Talisman are huge things that people are big fans of. So, um, I'm going to break down some of the, the key Ingredients for anything that you're going to use. And then I'll tell you like what you can use them for. Excuse me. We're going to talk about uh, the chry- different crystals and oils and um, flowers and herbs and stuff like that that are really good and really help with protection. And then I will uh, tell you guys different ways that you can use them. So I think it just kind of works better if I tell you the different, the different aspects and things that have really good attributions to... Help you with protection and then I can tell you all the different things and different ways that you can use them so that way you already have kind of like ideas in your head of like what what ones you know what works and and then we can get some ideas of how to make some different things so um I, I mentioned salt bowls uh, earlier on I was talking about this with the whole thing going on and salt bowls are really awesome and I realized it's one of the reasons why it did not stay very helpful was because I let it go. I didn't keep up on it. And I'll explain all that here in a minute. Um, There are actually surprisingly a lot of crystals and oils and herbs and flowers and such that are really awesome and used for protection. So there's a lot of versatility. You don't have to go out and buy anything expensive. You don't have to buy specific things. Chances are you've got at least probably 10 of these things in your house right now that I'm going to list off and several of them are probably in your fucking kitchen on your cabinet or your stove or wherever your spice rack is so um, it's not something you're going to have to go out and spend a lot of money to try to make or um, go out of your way to go get her or anything like that because you know Christmas is coming up and those of you that you know celebrate big or have big families or have kids or just even if you don't believe in the, the Christmas version reason story you know Um, A lot of us still celebrate for other reasons. For me, it's more like um, a family time. A special time for Travis and the kids and I. And and our close immediate family. So, um, yeah. Either way, we're all kind of broke around this time of year. That's that's my whole point. We're we're all going to be fucking broke. So, you know, We don't have to go out and spend a bunch of money. You can literally do this stuff super cheap, super easy. And it actually gets kind of fun and creative. So... Let me get this little ad all the way out of the way, and we will dive right into all of the cool shit. And we're back. Okay. So, I do want to apologize, because the last part of the segment just got a little jumbly, a little chaotic, and rough, and that's just because reliving that conversation and telling you guys that you know, that story and um talking about that for the first time in a while just kinda really fucked with my head and so had to go meditate and cleanse and ground and all those wonderful things. But I'm here, I tell you some awesome things about. But no, it, it really did fuck with me because it's just, um a very fucked up thing to to go through and it just it's hard. It's hard to talk about because it was very, very rough time in our lives and that was something that we had a lot of trouble with because it took me a long time to really get this down and to find things that actually worked because my dumbass just went to Google and was like protection from energy and spirits. And a lot of it's like how to stay safe on Halloween and a lot of fucked up stupid shit. So, um, it took me a lot of research and, um, honestly contacting older witches that I knew and, um, just, Old books and all kinds of shit to, to um, get ideas. And then, honestly, trial and error. There's a lot of fucking trial and error. And I say that because what works for one may not work for all. And I mean that by one person, human, or also spirit energy. Because some of these things I tell you about may not work for some very strong spirits and energy. So trial and error guys, honestly, trial and error, uh, if you think back to the the season, season two, episode 13, we were talking about shielding and blocking and charging and, uh, returning and absorbing energy and things like that, (coughs) excuse me, and that is, um, a good place to start if you've not listened to that episode, you might want to either pause this episode, go check that one out, or just check that one out after this really good info on making sure that we are protecting ourselves just in general with negativity and this could be with other humans or whatever but really great place to start another big 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 thing when it comes to protection and energy is grounding we should be doing grounding daily and i say that as i'm telling you guys and honestly i i don't do it as daily as i wish i did um You know, here's one thing. I'm going to just pop off and go on a rabbit hole real quick. I was talking to my therapist one day about um, things, you know. I'm really good about giving advice and telling people how to solve this and how to fix this and what to do. But I'm really shitty about taking my own advice. I am great at managing everybody else's shit. But managing my own is not fucking easy. And I think it's just because I'm stubborn. And it's like, oh... Here, Cassie, here's some advice. You can either have the good advice that you share with everyone else and tell everyone else to do that works. Or you can have the shitty advice that some random person told you. I'll take the shitty advice, please. Take my money. Like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Seriously, y'all. Like, it's bad. We had this whole conversation in Therapy Wednesday about um, how I have this problem with listening to myself and actually taking it. And it sims back to me not feeling like I am worthy of my own shit. That's a whole nother episode we can go into. So we're not going to go into that right now. But, yeah. I have some issues. My therapy's not because I'm, like, fucking crazy. It's, like, part of my regimen just to keep myself in fucking check with things. So, I'm like I go there all the time. It's, like, once a month. Which, I guess it is a, a lot for some people. But I don't really care. I'm not ashamed of it. I love it. I love the um, help I get. I love the being able to just say things out and and just brainstorm with someone else. And you guys, my therapist is fucking awesome. He's literally the male version of me. I think I talked about this um, last month after the first one I had with him because I just changed, not by choice. Um, My therapist left the company and I was just given this new one and I was super scared and was prepared to go in with my walls up and not talk. And he was fucking awesome. He was literally the male version of me. So I'm like, okay. Here's my entire life story. Let me just word vomit it out to you. He broke through. Fast. So anyway, moving on. Um, Yeah, I'm, I'm really working on taking my own advice. But grounding. I really am trying to get back to grounding daily. I mean, it's not that I don't do it often at all. I do it maybe like 5 times a week instead of 7 which I honest to god wish there were 7 and I was better than that but I'm not so here we are so if you're not really familiar with grounding I did briefly go over this in season 1 but let's just talk about it again because who wants to go back and re-listen to that boring ass episode it's similar to meditation and it's your way of just becoming one now a lot of people have their own ways that they ground and different things they can do, different techniques we're all different During the summertime, I myself personally, or I shouldn't say summer because I do it like all the time Except for like when it's freezing fucking cold out or if I can't because it's fucking like three feet of snow outside But I like to go barefoot outside in the grass And walk around And just let my feet and toes dig in the soil And just become one with nature and absorb all of her wonderly, wonderly, wondrous, glorious fucking energy. Now, if you can't go outside, or you don't have access to outside, or you don't want to be barefoot, we have some options here. Okay. And this also goes along with the barefoot way too. So, whether you're out there barefoot, you are out there... Um, sitting down Or you are in the house sitting somewhere You want to get up against a flat surface Okay I mean sometimes it's hard to get super flat So like if in your house you go up against a wall Or maybe even your couch or whatever A chair, you want something that's That's gonna, you know, hold you pretty good Or tree If you're outside is really good I don't really suggest a rock um, I mean I've done it against rock before Just, I don't know, I like trees better But whatever, it is what it is So, first off, you're going to clear your fucking head as much as possible and sit down. And again, this is just my way, and I know some other people do it this way. Everybody grounds differently, so whatever works for you, works for you. Some people use water, some use, like, smoke to kind of, it's almost like they're smudging or saging themselves. It's a whole other thing that i have not really toyed with, but this is how I ground myself. I get myself just in that zone, try to clear my head, focus on my breathing. That is the one of the big things. Once you've sat down or you get comfortable whatever it is you're doing, focus your breathing. If you have an Apple Watch, there's that app called Breathe on there. And it's really fucking good for getting you into the zone of grounding or meditation or whatever it is that you're trying to, to get to. That app is fucking amazing for this stuff. I swear to God, one of us created it. If it was you, thank you. I love you. Okay. So we're there. We're focused our breathing. And we're going to imagine that our body is growing roots. Kind of like the tree. Mind you. Our spine is just growing out. And our roots are stretching out. They're breaking through. The concrete appears in your house or just the ground if you're sitting on the ground or if you're doing it with your feet your feet have grown roots and they are shooting out of your, your bones down into the ground okay our roots are reaching out and they go down deep super deep to like the middle of the earth okay and all of the negative energy that is inside of us all of the negative flowing all the negative thoughts. Everything. Is being pulled out of us. And dropping down. To the earth. Just going through the roots. Just going down. Leaving our bodies. All the negativity. Just going down. It's leaving us. Once you feel like you've got all the negative thoughts. You're, you're going to feel it. It's not like in that certain number of seconds or minutes you're just going to feel all of that negativity gone then I want you to imagine that the sun and the skies, the the life above the, the energy, the wonderfulness the light, everything whatever it is that works for you from above is coming down into our heads and slowly, the light is filling into our bodies with all the positive, wonderful, happy vibes and energy. It's literally flushing out all the negative stuff and filling our whole bodies with this happy, bright, white energy. Positive, good, super awesome, light. Then, once you really feel like you've hit that spot, and you've your whole body, and then just take a moment to just think and reflect on all the wonderful things that you have going on, or that the world is, or just, if you don't want to do that, you can literally just do anything that gives you that happy thought, just go to your happy place in your mind for that just little moment right after you feel like you've been completely filled with a white positive light and energy. Just close your eyes and go to your happy place. Maybe it's laying down in a room full of kittens climbing all over you and loving on you. Maybe it's just being on a beach somewhere or in a hot tub or in the arms of someone you love, just imagine all that happiness. And that's a super awesome way to ground yourself. Now, you can do this anywhere. Honestly guys, you don't have to literally sit against a wall. If you have if you're at work and you just need to take a moment to chill, you could try doing this in the bathroom. Just like lean up against the wall or whatever. Just, just go with it. And and take that time to Breathe in all the wonderfulness. And you'll feel it. You'll feel like when you've hit there. And honestly, like right now, because I just kind of did it. I mean, obviously I didn't fully do it because I just kind of talked through it all and did it with you guys. Or, you know, explained it. But it makes me a little dizzy at first. The first time, like for the first few, first few minutes afterwards, I feel lightheaded and dizzy and very euphoric. It's, it's really weird. It's really hard to explain. It's just how I feel. It's just the feeling it gives me. And it really is good to do this many times a day. I mean, or many times a week and daily if you're able to fucking do it. I'm going to really try to start adding this into my my routine. Now, um, again, these are really important ways for you to start with protection. Like if you continually add these things into your routine and, and create these what oh, want to say, like safety feelings, like routine creates a sense of safety and security. Things that's why so many people just do the same things over and over and have that sense of security because they have a routine. And some people find routines horribly crippling and they feel like they don't, they're stuck in a rut and they don't like to do that. And it's honestly, it's by choice. But um, as we're trying to worry about protecting ourselves and protection, it's very important that we are aware. Awareness is key here because you have to be on top of your game and you have to have your senses heightened so that you can react when something bad is happening or negative or you're going to be able to sense these negative energies and spirits and whatever coming at you. And again, this isn't just spirits, guys, that I'm talking about when I say negative. It's not just energies and, you know, ghosts or whatever you want to call them. This could be negativity from human beings as well um that fucks with our heads just as much as spirits and and ghosts and those kind of energies same same problems it causes the same type of psyche that just puts us in that horrible zone it's so hard to get out of and mental health is fucking huge it's hugely important but so is you know making sure that you are taking the right steps and there's nothing to be ashamed of with it so it's really important that we are we're doing these steps and making ourselves aware before we worry about the other parts of protection so grounding is just perfect way to to get yourself in that zone meditation also huge fucking huge fucking help and yeah (laughs) Things are starting to get weird in here. Um, I don't think that the spirits in here like me talking about that. My guess is that I fired them up when I started talking about all the issues we went through with the um, sleep paralysis and the scratching and everything. You could tell that all the other activity in the house kind of stopped when that was going on. And I really truly feel like the other energies and spirits here were afraid of the negative spirit or energies that were here so yeah i think this, they're trying to like tell me to stop talking about that so got a little scary for a second but anyway meditation so grounding obviously is something we should be trying to do daily and meditation as well some people look at grounding as their way of meditation and they are kind of they're, they're they're different um but they're also very very alike <laughs> Sorry I keep coughing. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and not cut that out because, you know, I'm raw. But also, we're like in November and I'm still dealing with sinuses and allergies from like February. So, fucking rock on for that shit. But meditation is a little different. So, if you're... Obviously, most of you probably know what meditation is and all that stuff. But just in case you are very new and you just happen to stumble across this episode. Meditation is very similar to grounding except for you clear your mind completely like you just clear your mind some people are unable to reach complete clearness so they will focus on happy thoughts or they will do literally just like the grounding with light and things like that um honestly there's no wrong way to meditate in my book because whatever works for you and makes you happy and makes you feel like you are in that euphoric state then let it be That But it's obviously meant to be that way so just like there's no wrong way to be a witch we're going to say there's no wrong way to meditate because everybody's different and fuck it it is what it is um, we all just have our own ways opening your chakras and staying on top of those and I cannot stress enough how important this is I really really try to stay on top but you'll feel when one is blocked, but you have to work your way through all of them, um, I did a pretty in-depth episode, actually, I think it was just kind of like an overview episode in season one, season one was really just kind of, ugh, like, you know, really basic, like, this is me reading my script that I wrote of everything I want to tell you, now I'm just like, fuck it, I fucked up, but I'm moving on, I don't even care. But no, honestly, um, chakras are, are really important. I do really try to stay on top of those. And we'll do a really in-depth episode on that coming up sometime soon. Because, why not? I mean, chakras are very important. Whether you are on a witchcraft path or not. Just in general, as a human being. I think everybody's chakras should be should be open and worked on. Sorry. I take a But, no, honestly, um, these meditation and grounding and centering and all these techniques are a way to cleanse and protect ourselves. And we're basically getting ourselves ready for protection. Um, Because whatever we do, we need to be prepared. So, honestly, before you start spell work or making something like a talisman or, or anything, any kind of ritual, I... Myself do these type these techniques I ground myself center myself I try to make sure my chakras are open but that's not always available or able to be done because I don't have time because you can't just open your chakras in like five minutes you can't just take like you know oh I'm gonna sit down and open it like a fucking can of beer or something it's just not how it works at all but that I mean it's really important that you are taking these steps and and doing these things to cleanse your own soul In your psyche for your own protection it's just really good to to make sure that we are looking at our mental health just as importantly as we're looking at our physical health big 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 um topic we've talked about before when you are doing spells and rituals or whatever it is just the same way as you need to ground yourself and center yourself you need to cast a circle. Just because it's it's more protection for you. Now, some people will not cast a circle at all. And that's completely fine if you're cool with that. Like, if that's your thing, fuck it, do it. Whatever. It's totally up to you. I, myself, like to cast a circle. Especially with all the shit that I've already brought into this place. And the shit that's already here. We don't need any more shit here. So, casting a circle and then closing the circle when you're done is really important. In my mind to keep your home and your area or wherever you're doing it and yourself personally safe and protected. Because, man, it it can be really bad if you let something out and not plan on it. I mean, it could be fucking bad. Bad. Moving forward. So, we've cleansed ourselves. We've grounded ourselves. We've centered ourselves. We've meditated. Our chakras are open. We have cast our circle. We are... We are fucking good. Now what do we do? What, what can we do to protect ourselves? Depends on what you're trying to protect yourself from. So, if it's a specific... Specific? Jesus, I can't even fucking talk tonight. Specific person. Like, a live person. That you're trying to mentally protect yourself from doing any harm. Like, you know, mentally or psychically. You can do a binding spell, um, free spell, banishing spell. I mean, there's lots of spells that we can do here. Cord cutting is a huge one that I have found to be so, so helpful. Um, there's, there's some people you just can't cut off completely. Like Thanksgiving and my family, they're toxic as fuck. And I've said that multiple times. So I dipped out early as a way to protect myself from dealing with their bullshit sometimes we can't just cut people but a cord cutting is also a way that you can kind of or i'm sorry a binding is a a way that you can kind of protect yourself from those people and from their negativity and their negative energies by still having them in your lives but you're binding them from the fucking harm that they can do to you free spell is pretty so you know pretty similar to the binding spell banishing. Banishing and cord cutting are, are pretty similar to the kind of tie together with themselves. Uh, you could do like, um, sorry, <coughs> just got taken aback by this fucking light that keeps popping up over here. It freaks me out. It scared me a little bit. All right. Protection spells are so many. I mean, if you want specifics, I can literally, um, break them down, so if you want me to, like, send you some protection spells, some different ones to try, just shoot me an email, thebasicwitch2020 at gmail.com, make sure you put something in the subject line that lets me know that, like, you know, you're, like, real and not, uh, a robot trying to scam me. <coughs> because I do get a lot of fucking weird-ass spam mail. But anyway, I can literally hook you up with, um, a protection spell, or binding spell, or free spell, or anything like that you need help with. I've got tons of them in my book shadows that I've used in th- tried and true and they do fucking work other ways that you can do would be um a talisman now this would be something that this was more not like a specific person now we're talking more into in general you're trying to protect yourself whether you are out and about around specific people or around just people in general or energies or are going to a graveyard or travis and i are actually going um in february in rockville indiana the indiana state sanatorium obviously been closed down and abandoned for several several years is doing an open hunt like overnight you, you can stay there from and investigate from 8:30 p.m to 6 a.m we're going so i was actually just talking to um mckenzie on online about uh being prepared and mentally, you know, physically preparing ourselves and make sure I have a talisman and all kinds of other shit to protect myself when I'm there, because as a sensitive, I'm going to be attracting and like a fucking magnet for all of this sad, sad, scary, depressing, negative, like all the different types of energies that'll be mixed in there. So talisman will be something I wear. Or have in my pocket or whatever. I haven't decided what type of talisman. But you can use literally anything you want for a talisman. It could be a bracelet. It could be a crystal. It could be some kind of charm. It could be a necklace. I mean, honestly, guys, it could literally be anything that you make it into. It's not something like you're just going to look up and Amazon search talisman. And buy one. And just be able to look and see exactly what, it, you know, one specific object. Because there's going to be a lot of different options now. If you were to type that out on Amazon and order a talisman on there. It's clearly not going to be charged or cleansed or any of the things that you need to do to protect you. But it would be something like an object that you can use to create a talisman. A talisman is just like your own. I mean the, the definition of a talisman is basically like the object is what it's talking about. And whatever you use that object for it makes it the talisman protective pouches are another thing Um, so if you guys get the Mindful Souls or any of those boxes um, I've shown videos and pictures and stuff in the Facebook group if you're on there the Mindful Souls comes with these little tiny canvas bags that like each piece is in like each stone or piece of jewelry or whatever is inside these little adorable little canvas bags and um, they're different sizes depending on what's in them So, I've kept all of them because they're super cool. But they work awesome for, like, spell bags or pouches and uh, protection pouches. You can also get, like, the little sachet pouches like people use for, like, potpourri and shit. I think I got a hundred pack on Amazon for, like, six bucks. It was super fucking cheap. Whatever you want to use is totally up to you, however you want to do it. Um, You can even literally just take a piece of cloth, put everything in it that you want they're going to use. And then literally just tie the piece of cloth. Like you know. Like make your own little bag. Seriously lots of fucking options there. Tons of options. When it comes to our homes. That's a little different. And there's a lot of different things that we can do. In our homes to. To make sure we're protected. Salt bowls. Guys I talked about that in the, the beginning part. Salt bowls are fucking cool. Number one. They're awesome for protection, but number two, they fucking just look cool. Like they look awesome. And just be careful if you have pets that they don't get close in there and like lick the shit or anything. <clears throat> so basically, whatever kind of bowl or container you want to use, you can use. It doesn't have to be, something fancy you don't have to go out and buy anything like i literally have one that's one of my black cereal bowls like a glass ceramic type cereal bowl but it was black put salt in it and the salt is your choice honestly it can be um coarse rock salt it could be sea salt himalayan salt the pink himalayan salt which is super cool think of it like a salt lamp a lot of people use salt lamps right this is just like a salt bowl has the same kind of effects but we're gonna add different things to make the protection on it higher. Salt itself is a really good um, tool for protection. It's a really good ingredient you can use. But you take salt bowl and you find, you know, pick whatever kind of salt you want. I mean, you can use straight table salt. It's totally fine. You can use really any kind of salt that you want. I like a little bit coarser salt for my salt bowls just because I, I like the way it looks. But you can mix it. So, sometimes... I'm low on sea salt or rock salt, so I'll mix it with some table salt or some pink Himalayan and just give it a different color, too, and a little mixture there. You can use black salt. (coughs) Honestly, like, the options are endless. just for every kind of salt there is you can use it. Anyway, but you don't just put the salt in the bowl and just leave it. You add some stuff to it, too. I mean, you don't have to. You can totally just put salt in the bowl and put it out. I mean, if you have a Scooby-Doo fucking cereal bowl you want to use, and put some salt in it and set it on the, the... Table or TV stand or whatever. Fucking do it. Like, cheers to you, man. That's awesome. Be you. But, I like to decorate mine a little bit. So, I'll add some different crystals. And, uh, maybe some different flowers. Like, dried flowers. Or, some herbs. Or, you know, whatever I may be filling. At that time. To decorate a little bit. Add a little bit of essential oils. Yeah, it's absorbed into the salt. But, it does still... Do its you know its purpose, and that adds a little bit of smell and aroma to it. Totally up to you, whatever you want to do with it. Decorate it, make it your own. You could change it out for the seasons. Like right now, you could put a little piece of greenery in there, like some pine from a Christmas tree, or you know, some cherries, or I don't know, I the cherries, They're not cherries. Those little red fucking things. What are they called? Why is my brain not working? Like mistletoe and stuff. Put a poinsettia in it. Honestly, you can. The options are seriously endless because you can do your own thing with it and make it as fucking awesome as you want. But here's the thing. You don't have to have just one salt bowl. You can literally have a bunch. You can have different kinds. You can have a mason jar of it. Um, Honestly, it's however you want. I've even seen people do like a plate, like a serving dish type thing. It was like the square type plate thing that, um, you know, like you go to a fancy restaurant and it's like a square plate or, or like a long rectangle. And they did salt in it and they had like cinnamon sticks and little twigs and some crystals. It was the coolest fucking thing ever. It was like super awesome. But you can literally, that's what I'm saying, like you can literally use whatever. It's totally up to you to make it your own and it's super cool. Now I mentioned black salt. Black salt, please don't buy black salt. Don't buy it. It is so fucking easy to make and... I've seen too many people get scammed. Like I saw on Etsy, this girl selling black salt for like hundred dollars uh, for a mason door And I was like, what the fuck? People were buying it though. That's what got me. Like people were buying it. So she's gonna take advantage of people. Here's what you do, black salt. You take whatever kind of salt that you want to use. Pink Himalayan, sea salt, rock salt, table salt. Literally, whatever you want to use. Take some ashes. From your incense. Like I saved the ashes from my incense. For all kinds of shit. Ashes from whatever you want. Honestly like. I've seen people use fucking cigarette butt ashes. I'm I, not mine. I would not do that but. Whatever I mean to each their own okay. <coughs> but just take some ashes. Or something that you burned. Say that you burned. You know. Some bay leaves or. Some rosemary or some other things that are. Um, known for protection or I mean honestly anything you take those ashes and mix it with your salt until you have like a grayish black salt and there's your black salt you just don't just you don't have to buy it it's just a waste of money to buy it when you can literally make it yourself by just, just putting your ashes that you're gonna throw away from incense anyway in there It just blows my mind that she would overcharge that much. It just really irritates me, honestly. It makes me kind of angry that someone would do that. Because it's just rude. And to take advantage of newer witches who... And just people in general who aren't really sure or know a lot about it. Now, say you don't want to do the salt bowls. But you're cool with the salt lamps. Okay? Totally, totally fine to do those. Maybe add, um, some different oils to the outside of the salt lamp. Kind of, you know, mix it in a little bit. Or add some little things, decoration to the salt lamp that adds to the whole protection factor of it. Basically, you're charging that salt lamp that was... Because you bought it from somewhere. So, it's not something like you made yourself with the intentions and everything. It's a bought item or... Maybe you did make your own salt lamp. And if that's... If you were able to, that's fucking awesome. I want you to, to put an ad or a... A listing on the group page and sell them to others because that's fucking awesome just don't gouge them but that's really cool if you could do that yourself it'd be super awesome but you can do all kinds of things to add to that so a lot of people like i said a lot of us have salt lamps i've got like three in my house and a nightlight salt lamp and all kinds of stuff so you can absolutely just spice those up to make them your own and, and to add that layer of protection with them now a lot of times when we talk about salt and stuff um people will salt their windows and door seals and things like that and that is excellent and if you think back to when we talked about casting a circle i said a lot of people will use salt to cast their circle and again that's totally up to you because a lot of people are totally fine with putting salt on their floors and window seals. Just be cautious if you have pets because you don't want the pets to eat that salt and it just be too much for them and make them sick. So, please use caution with, with pets and human children, fur children, you know, whatever children you have in your home. <laughs> oh, my brain. Yeah, so, um, you, you could definitely do that, you know, salt your thresholds and your window seals and all that, but I have to add in, if you are going to do this, if you are going to put salt around all the points of entry and exit, please, please, please sage your home first, cleanse the home completely, make sure that you leave a door open or a window open or something, and you work your way from the furthest point from that window or door, and work your way to that door, so that way you're pushing out whatever negative energy that you're trying to spell. You are pushing it out and, and forcing it out that opening and then close it and then you can salt everything. Because otherwise what's happening is you are pissing off this spirit and it can't get out because it can't get over the salt. And even if you didn't salt and you've just saged your entire fucking place and you didn't have an outlet for it to get out. All you're going to have is a pissed off fucking spirit that cannot get out. And that's not cool. Definitely not cool, not going to be a fun time for you, promise that. So make sure if you're going to do, like I said, the, the salted door seal or doorways and window seals and everything that you have cleansed and that you have a, an outlet for them and you kind of guided them and pushed them, uh, towards that. A lot of people will use a mix of, uh, salt and garlic powder and don't use the pre-made mix like that you would buy, like commercial mix that you get in the store. It just is not the same as just mixing it yourself. I know you're like, "Gassy, it's the same thing I used to cook with. Yeah, but if you're going to make it, if it's something that you're using for this, it's better to make it yourself with your own intentions because it's all about our intentions, what we want to do. Just like all these different items that I'm going to list here in a minute, they all have different um, properties and different attributes. And it really depends on the intention that you want to use for it. So... Um, things that have like different properties like lavender can be very calming but it's also used for protection and banishing so if you're trying to do you know you just buy this pre-made mix of say like lavender and and rosemary and you're going to use that for protection well it's not set up and manifested for protection and or for protection It, it could be just whatever so you're trying to protect and all it's going to do is create a calming environment instead same concept i mean it does have the same properties as far as like calming and and protection but that doesn't mean that it's keeping that spirit at bay it's just keeping you calm with that spirit fucks up does that make sense like i hope that makes sense and i don't just sound like a dumbass or like i'm just telling you to go buy things because i'm really trying not to like you know cause anybody any more financial shit that needs to be done Life's too fucking expensive the way it is. Everything just keeps going up and it's really pissing me off. Really pissing me off. Uh, I did just want to mention before we start getting into some of the other um, tools and uh, ingredients that you can use. There are a couple of deities that um, that are really important that you to know about. Especially if you're really needing some serious help with protection. I mean, if you've got something serious going on. Which... I know a few of you have um Laura and uh oh my god I'm so sorry I forgot your name Elizabeth I'm so sorry just totally ah, brain fart um you guys had mentioned some serious shit that you had gone on and um I was you know telling you helping you out with some different ideas and things that I would do if you have serious shit going on like that I would highly consider like you know trying to work with a deity um and I know I'm gonna fuck the name of this up at I have heard it as Kali. K-A-L-I. I've heard it as Kali. And Kali. And. I don't know which one's right. Because I literally. Tried to go to the YouTube pronounce pronunciation thing. And they said like 18 different fucking versions. So I'm just like um. Yeah. So the goddess K-A-L-I. Is the goddess of protection. And Athena. Is the goddess of wisdom and defense defending so honestly the wisdom part is not really what we're looking here for but the defending part is because you're defending yourself but also she might give you the wisdom to do the things that you need to defend yourself and like the specific things for that that whole area so uh pardon me bells at your doors bells in your house different things that uh would alert you if a spirit is moving and messing with things i have bells on my doors we've talked about that before my uh, the doors to my home have bells on them on the inside so if anyone is ever messing with the doors the bells go off uh it's not like it's protection against the spirit as march as it as march as march as much as it is human people. But it also does have the same effect. Because we've literally like. Watch the cameras. There's no one at my fucking door. And the bells will fucking ring in the house. Like you can hear them ringing. From the inside of the house. And nobody is at that door. Nobody's touched that door. So it does kind of alert you with that. Also sigils. So we kind of talked about sigils. In several different episodes. And everything. how to make them. And if you. Um need help and more detail about that you can reach out to me again the basic 2020 at gmail.com and i'll help you come up with one um sigils are really good to put around in the symbols and so i have found that a lot of people kind of just if they're if you have people in your home that don't understand what you're doing or who you are or whatever they're gonna look at you a little funny if they come in your home and they see just like this piece of paper taped to the wall with the sigil on it and they're like you know gonna be super confused and Sometimes it just looks tacky having tape, you know, piece of paper taped on the wall or on a door or whatever. So let me suggest that you turn it into artwork and you don't have to be a fucking great artist to do this because abstract art. Hello? Hello? There you are. Yeah. So get a canvas. They're super cheap. Like you can get a canvas for like three bucks a dollar, know, like super cheap. And that's for like a 12 by 5, or no, 12 by 5 doesn't make sense. A 5 by 7, I think. And then we have, um, what's it like, 9 by 12 or something. Anyway, and there's 13 by 15 or something. I don't remember the dimensions, but we have canvases at Dollar General, stupid cheap. You can get them Walmart cheap, you can get them anywhere. Literally, just get a dollar thing of paint from the dollar store and draw your sigil that you come up with. On the canvas, add a little bit of design, you know, add a little sparkle on the side, throw some glitter on, whatever. You have at home, take take a glue gun and glue some crystals on there or some bay leaves or something. And there's your protection sigil and you can put it up and it looks like artwork and not just, you know, you taping things to your wall. These are just some really cool ways to also just protect your entire home... and make it look cool at the same time... because I really like the idea of having... sigils all over... looking like artwork... I think it's fucking cool... I have a few... and I want a bunch more... and I suck at... painting... but I made them look cool... and then Travis didn't... so I might like kind of... you know... drew it... the... sigil made it the way I wanted... and then he just sharpened it up... and made it look fucking awesome... and... it's just a really cool idea... and it's cheap... and honestly... Just go get a picture frame then for a dollar at the Dollar Tree and put your pe- piece of paper in if you don't want to paint it. Just make it your schedule on a piece of paper. Get a dollar picture frame and hang it on your wall. And there's your protection schedule in your house. There are just so many different ways that we can incorporate our craft and, and these little things into home decor. And people have not have a fucking clue what we're doing. But it makes us feel better. It makes us happy. And it's really cool to look at. So, definitely something to consider. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry, I take a drink. My throat was super fucking dry. But, there, like I said, there's a lot of different things. And, and leaving crystals out and in the open for you to have on display that are used for protection, the... <coughs> Excuse me, that just scared the shit out of me. I'm telling you guys, there's something going on in here. The lighting is now doing weird stuff. These fucking lights keep popping. I just keep seeing this thing out of the corner of my eye. It's freaking me out. And I don't love it. I don't love it. But the crystals that are attributed to protection. Cleanse them, charge them, and then have them set out in areas throughout your home that you feel you need protection in and that way again it's just more looking like home decor and it's protecting you which is super awesome it's just a great way to keep yourself protected throughout the whole home as well as make your house look super cool and when i say throughout the whole home and keep yourself i mean like everyone in your home because these things that you're doing these steps in your home is not just protecting you and gonna leave everybody else vulnerable it's like a whole home protection situation um, flowers. Get you some specific flowers. Anoint them with some oils, maybe. Um, burn some sage, or you know, around them. Or whatever herb for protection. Whatever whatever might, you might be um, wanting to do. It, even the colors with it. That combine with it. And put them out on a vase. And you can use fake flowers. You don't have to use real ones. Honestly, it's the symbolization of them. And then if you, uh get some of the oil that represents those flowers like that same type of oil and even just oil with like the essential oils for uh that specific for protection like tea tree oil or uh, basil or you know something like that and then it's kind of adding the extra layer and these are all things that no one's gonna know what you're doing while you're making your house super protected and fucking awesome now, before we get into like all the different parts and, and um, tools that you can use, crystals and all that, that have that uh, protection factor to them. We need to talk about protecting others that may not be around us. So, say you want to protect your loved one, like your husband or your girlfriend, boyfriend or your wife or whatever. And you can't really tell them why you're protecting them or what you're protecting them from. Okay? This shit happens, guys. There's sometimes that we just can't explain it because number one, they won't get it. Number two, we're not 100% sure how to fucking explain it or what it is that we're trying to explain. Sometimes it's just a fucking gut feeling that, hey, this person that I love needs protection because they're going to a place or being around people where bad things can happen or bad energies can get them and they don't, maybe they don't believe in it. Maybe they, you know, they don't believe that kind of stuff. But you do, and you know it's real, so you want to keep them protected. This goes back to the whole talisman thing, and the uh, protection pouches, and sachets, and, and all of that. You can take, like I said, the simplest thing, like like your husband's pocket knife. You know, it's the pocket knife he carries every damn day, or their wedding ring or something, anything that you know that they're going to have them on them all the time, and you do your thing. Create a talisman with it. And if you need, like, step-by-step you know, spell to do that, I can totally hook you up with that. It's just, it's gonna take a lot of time to explain all of that in here. But you, you're charging. It's basically kind of like the same thing way that we're doing crystals. Um, like, with charging and um, cleanse them and setting that uh, intentions where you want what you want it to be and, and to do and everything like that. So, same kind of concept. You're just turning a regular everyday item into a talisman. Um, if, if you don't suspect that they're going to carry something all the time you can make a like a sachet bag or the, the pouch like we we're talking about or even a baby tiny spell jar and put it in something like their lunchbox or their purse or their backpack or in their car or something just anything that will be around them radiate around them and then can kind of help create a feel around them of protection it's Again, this is another sticky situation because a lot of times witches will say that you should never do magic on someone without their permission. You should never, you know, interfere with people, not let them know. But when it comes to protection, I think it's okay. I mean, again, there's no wrong way to be a witch, so you do you. Um, Whether you are strict, I will not do anything for anyone without their permission. Or you're like, yeah, it's just kind of to protect them, so I think we're okay. It's literally up to you. Like, totally 100% up to you if you want to do that or not. This is just some options that I want to, to tell you about. Because, let's face it, it, it's... Not everyone is going to be acceptive... Acceptive? I don't know if that's the right word. Not everyone is going to be down to uh, do that or to believe us or, you know, try to even attempt to do things... You know, the way that we're trying to help them out with. Because, you know, some people just are not open-minded enough. And that sucks. Some people just don't get it, guys. So, as I said, there's so many different options here that we can do to protect ourselves and our homes. You can get really fucking creative with it if you really want to. There are a lot of different items that we have in our home right now that you can use to create some type of protection something, whether it be spell pouch or um, and talisman or whatever. It could be as simple as the crystal that you wear on the cage on your neck, honestly, or the colors that you're wearing. A lot of it has to do with your intentions, your manifestations, and you creating whatever it is with that intention. So, literally, painting your house, painting your whole fucking room black with the intentions of using it for protection and adding all the different decor of crystals or flower combinations or whatever it may be. ...with the intention of using it as for, as protection... ...will manifest these protection ways. And I know that just sounded fucking crazy... What I, ...how I just rambled it all together... ...but I hope you understand what I'm saying. We can't just throw some herbs down... ...or some salt down... ...or um, put some colors out of different things... ...or put a stone in our, our cage around our neck... ...and be like, yep, I'm protected. You have to take steps... You have to charge these items just like you charge your crystals. You have to cleanse them and you have to set that intention and manifest this protection or it's just going to be some pretty stuff sitting around. I mean, honestly, just like with everything we do, our intentions are 100% part of the spell, part of the ritual, part of all of it. If you don't have that, your intentions in it, then it's not even worth fucking doing because it's not going to do anything. It's not going to help. It's not going to work at all. So, if you want to grab a pen and paper, um, pause me so that you can jot down some of these. A lot of these things, like I said, are going to be things you're finding in your home so you don't have to go out and buy them. Um, it's things that you can add to your list if it's something that you're looking for. You know, you've got a list going on of things you want to buy or whatever the, you know, whatever it may be. Maybe some of these things are, you'll hear me say one, you'll be like, oh my God, I had no idea that that had to do with protection. And you think it's really cool and you want to look into it more so if you want a pen and paper jot it down if not that's totally cool you're not going to hurt my feelings because um i would not know either way if you did or not so there are three main colors that are um, related to protection the first one is black it is for protection and repelling now the repelling part obviously is repelling negative energy negative spirits just negativity in general um, maybe your bitchy ass aunt's coming over, and you you know want to repel her, so throw some black out. I'm just joking, Tracy. Uh, uh, or am I? I don't know. You don't know, do you? Purple. Purple is good for protection. Now I don't know if you guys seen the video of the the purple witch. It's this lady that lives in the woods somewhere, and I'm honestly I I watched a few videos on her, and I'm I'm very fascinated by this, but. She's really taking purple to the extreme, and I fucking love it. She literally lives in, the, like, her house is in the middle of the woods somewhere, and there's purple all over the place, like, everywhere. And it's really a really cool thing about purple used as far as protection, because in witch folklore, witches would paint the front doors purple. To signify that a witch lives there for people who were down with that kind of thing with witches or were looking for help from a witch and were obviously cool with them, we're gonna say shit to other people they would know that oh hey the house is purple door which lives there i have a purple door on my house because i think it's fucking cool and i did that with the intention of protection and to signify to other witches in the area that live here um, you can probably tell by all the other stuff on the outside of my house. The triple moon goddess that's on my peak. It's fucking huge. <laughs> Travis made it. I fucking love it. The flag that's in my front yard. You know. says as above. So below. Or the sign. At my front porch. That says not all witches live in Salem. So take your pick. What sign you need that a witch lives here. But there's a sign. No matter where you look out front. So. Either way. We're good. The next color is white. Um, now. Now. Some people are like, uh, yeah, white is not for protection, Cassie. Or, white's blah, 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 White can be used for a lot of things. Let me just tell you that right away. But, white has the effects of mental calming. Which we kind of need when we're dealing with protection. Because we need to mentally calm ourselves. And, protection, obviously. Uh, white is kind of like universal. And, especially like when we're talking about color magic and candles and stuff. White can be interchanged with a lot of different other colors. And, it's basically just of like the jack of all trades in a way, and we're going to talk about a few other items that are a jack of all trades, but, um, white is something that could be used for sewing different everything that signifies purity, and calmness, and protection, and so many other fucking things, it's crazy, crazy talk, crystal, now, there are a lot of them, but I just want to talk about some like, the more common ones, because you're not going to go out and spend, like, 800 fucking dollars on a, uh, crystal just for protection. I mean, maybe you are. Maybe that's you. Fucking A. I, I think that's fucking badass. Please take pictures if you do. Because I'm going to be super jealous. But these are more common crystals that you might have laying around. Amethyst, which I fucking love amethyst. You guys know that. I've talked about it a million times. It also is good for spiritu- spiritually spiritually uh, peace. Fuck that up. There you go. <coughs> Bloodstone. Another good one for purification and clearing as well as protection clearing cleansing both similar uh, Purification you're kind of purifying the whole negativity zone so this might be something that you use when you are um, kind of trying to banish everything away. this is a really good stone for that and plus blood stones are just so cool. Blue lace agate is really good for protection uh, Smoky quartz. Sorry, my fucking eyes are doing. Smoky quartz is connected with that. Um, labradorite, obsidian. Uh, black tourmaline. Turquoise. Uh, now, I'm probably gonna fucking say this wrong, and I say it wrong all the fucking time. But, I'm not good with pronouncing some crystals, okay? So, we're just gonna be accepting of the fact that I'm gonna fuck up some of them, okay? Did I already say labradorite? Because I... Literally, I'm just looking at my labrador palm stone right here in front of me, and I was like, hey, did I say that already? I don't know. Uh, Coraline is another one, or Carn Carnaline? I never said it fucking right, so I'm really sorry. Make fun of me all you want, I just don't say it right. But it's really good for protection. Damn it. And all the things. Uh, I always will, it just remind me too the black tourmaline. So there is a girl on um, on the Facebook groups, and she had a piece of black tourmaline, and she was really upset because it was chipping off, and she didn't think it was real, she thought she got, um, screwed over, and I wanted to let her know, because I tried to comment, and I think the post got removed, it's, by looking at it, and the, the, my god, y'all, I need somebody to put a spell on me so I can articulate my words better today, can you tell I'm getting tired, yeah, Anyway, um, it it really was based on the picture that you showed and the different properties that you were saying. That was fucking weird. So, the candle's burning, obviously, all around, as I always do. There's no wind in here because the window is literally plasticed over for winter. And the furnace vent is clear on the other side of the room, and I'm blocking it even if it come through. The flame of my tapered candle... On my altar, just whooshed as if, like, something just waved at it. And I did not wave at it. I'm telling you guys, this episode has really stirred up some spirits in here. And it's got me feeling all kinds of different ways that I've not felt in a very fucking long time. After talking about the whole, um... Sleep situation, so... I'm getting a little scared. Anyway, yes, your your black term will... Um, flake off if you're not careful with it Some of them just Just that's how they are They are rough um, The rough ones anyway Someone who made a comment about the low grade of them Possibly But I've seen high grade do that too So I'm just saying It can flake easily And I don't know what size flakes she was talking about Because she didn't show a picture of them She just said it's flaking off So I mean I have a little flakes literally falling off When I rub on it or clank it against others but and then my go-to crystal all the time for protection is tiger's eye i just have this obsession with tiger's eye and the way that it makes me feel i have the tiger's eye bracelet actually i have two of them that are regular tiger's eye and then i have um my tiger's eye sphere that i keep in my cage and wear a lot just because it it just makes me feel better and honestly, I like to attribute that to um, Practical Magic when she goes and she's leaving him and um, she says she's going to have a bad feeling. And so she's like, wait, my tiger's eye. And she runs back in and gets it. That is literally like where my obsession with tiger's eye came from. And him. But that's a whole nother episode. We won't talk about that. No, um, Tiger's Eye, seriously, is it's, like, my go-to whenever um, I'm just feeling, like, something's up or I'm feeling a little weird or whatever. Tiger's Eye. In fact, um, when God, uh, fucking scared me. Um, when I took my little break earlier, I told you I had to reground myself and recenter because I got a little shaken up after that uh, story time about, you know, all the sleep shit and everything. I literally... Went and grabbed my tiger's eye and put it on because I wasn't wearing it. And I thought that's maybe why I had some problems. But yes, tiger's eye. Tiger's eye is wonderful. It's my favorite. When it comes to oils. um, So, here's the thing. A lot of the oils and the herbs will be the same. You're going to obviously hear me say both of them um, under both lists. Because obviously, if the plant or leaf itself can do it, then that only now they're doing them in harmony, uh, goes to show that the oil would fucking do it too, so, basil, cleansing, protection, basil is kind of universal as well, it's pretty awesome, I, I like basil, I cook with it, um, I do all kinds of stuff with it, but, yeah, oil, basil oil, and I actually, that was one of the first essential oils I ever got, um, from Wish, uh, I don't know. why I just decided I was going to try some of the Wish Essential Oils. Because I already had a bunch of others. And I thought, you know what? Let's just see what kind of... If you guys don't know what Wish is. There's two of them. There's called Wish and Home. And it's like the... Uh, cheap ass cracked out version of Amazon. I think what I was looking for. The words I was looking for. Everything is like the super cheap knockoff style. But, I'm telling you what, guys. The essential oils I got from there are not cheap. They're not cracked out. They're not knockoff. Because some of that stuff comes from California. Where a lot of the other essential oils come from. A lot of it is stuff that the, um, like maybe the bottling company put in the wrong size or something. So, they just slap a label on it and sell it cheaper. Um, some of it, like the little... Stick thing, and not the stick, the dropper is a little deformed, so it didn't pass the test, so it gets, I mean, honestly, guys, you can get this shit, like, stupid cheap on there. I think I probably got maybe 16 bottles of oil from there over the last year, and they're really cheap, and they're, and they're good, they're 100%, percent i looked them up, they're, the companies are real, they're legit, they're actually here in America, um, so, yeah, but basil oil, I always laugh, because that's the first one I ever bought from Wish to dry out. Pepper, obviously, uh, pepper oil is gonna smell a little weird, but, and I'm not, peppermint oil also, but also pepper oil, like, pepper. I know, you're thinking, ew, who wants to smell that? I'm just gonna start sneezing just thinking about smelling pepper, but, yeah. Camphor is really good for protection, cloves is for protections and cleansing, um, banishing too for pepper pepper's really good for banishing which is weird because i always think about people talking about putting pepper out for skunks and stuff when i was little which i thought was really weird because skunks stink when they get scared and then pepper stinks to me anyway so i always combine those two uh let's see i'm kind of looking at my oil so i'm like trying to think here because i didn't write down a shit ton i did write down some notes so i'm like uh ah. Rosemary. Okay, so rosemary, guys, is literally universal for so many things. When we get to the herb section, I'll just go ahead and tell you now. Uh, rosemary is can literally be traded out for almost any other herb. You can substitute it. So, if you are trying to a spell and it calls for something that you don't have. Like, say it calls for yarrow and you don't have any. Boom. Rosemary. Substitution works great. It's like it takes on the properties of whatever... You manifest it too. It's like a seriously—you cannot have enough rosemary, at all. Like, go for the rosemary. In fact, I had to take some rosemary out of my apothecary to put on my turkey because I didn't have any rosemary in my kitchen. Crazy, huh? So I think I said earlier, tea tree oil. I don't know if I said that or not, but I like tea tree oil. The smell—I have I mixed emotions about the smell. Certain days I love it, and certain days it just hits me, and I'm like, "Ooh, okay, yeah, that's not good." sage obviously um sage oil is and you don't hear a lot of people talk about sage oil they burn sage or you know the sage leaves an actual herb form but you don't have a lot of people talking about doing stuff with sage oil and i actually have two bottles so i thought that was kind of cool just because you know whatever uh mirth is also another one with banishing as well as cypress um eucalyptus with banishing uh frankincense geranium, those are all really associated with banishing uh, did I say mirth, I think mirth is too, I'm trying to like go through here, thinking some of these uh, these are all good with banishing which is also tied into protection because you're trying to banish the negativity and the bad things around you so keep that in mind banishing and protection kind of go hand in hand uh ta-ta-ta. hyssop I never say that right, H-Y-S-S-O-B really good for protection did not know that until probably i don't know a month ago i've just never fucked with it i have a jar of it in the herb form and i have some in the oil form but i'm just never really fucked with it so i'm gonna add that to my list of things to fuck with and juniper also i have some juniper oil that i've never really messed with. i don't even think the seal's broken on it honestly so i don't know what it smells like but we will learn together Actually, I know we're going together. It's not like we're here, but, you know. So, herbs, obviously. Here, let me just go back to the herbs. Because I did write some notes down. Uh, so, again, a lot of these are going to be the same as the oils. Like, um, black pepper. Again, with the repelling. It's pretty cool. Mustard seed is another going for repelling. Um, garlic, obviously fucking good for repelling. Because it repels vampires. I'm not saying that we're going to try and, you know do that but i'm just saying uh da, 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 comfy leaf now i have a where did it go yeah about a quarter i'm looking down here at like the w's i have a whole ass mason jar full of comfy leaf that i have never used not found anything to really use it on like I'm, I'm just not so when i do my salt bowl updates i think i might just throw some in there just just try it out see what happens uh, cinnamon is really good thyme, now cinnamon sticks let me back up for a little bit, those are awesome to put in your salt bowls because they just look cool in there especially this time of year with being winter and, and uh, yule or, or Christmas whichever one you celebrate, Hanukkah, whichever like the holiday season just to be inclusive here um, cinnamon sticks just look super cute with it and go really awesome with you know the decor as well as the whole purpose you're trying to serve here uh, uh, fennel, fennel, fennel seeds. It's really good with banishing and cloves and coriander for banishing. Uh, mustard seed is another one for repelling. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about mustard seed. I've never used it to cook with, and then. I see it listed in a few different recipes, oh my god. A few different spells in a spellbook I was looking at. And I was like, I don't know. Because if it smells like mustard, then I'm going to puke. I don't know why I hate mustard so much. But, like, if I go to McDonald's and I got, like, just a... Went through and got, like, a cheeseburger or something. Mustard on it, fine. Ketchup on it, fine. I fucking hate ketchup. And I will never put ketchup on something, like, voluntarily. But if it comes on it, I guess for some reason I'm just like, yeah, that's fine. Nine times out of ten, I order plain. Which I know we just went to rob a rabbit hole of Cassie's McDonald's order, but there we are. Mustard seed, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Nutmeg. I love nutmeg because number one, smells awesome. It's so versatile. You can use for so many different things. Really good for protection. It's another one that mixes good with cinnamon and. The uh, cinnamon sticks if you're doing salt bowl. Just kind of cool. Ginger. Sage, obviously. Bay leaves. uh, Cumin. Uh, um, I think I said basil earlier when we were talking about all that. St. John's wort is another one that's really good for protection. Um, Coriander. And I know I'm going to mispronounce this. I'm so sorry. Calendula. C-A-L-E-N-D-U-L-A calendula calendula i don't know how the fuck around it, but it's really good with diffusing negative energy so it kind of instead of just like you know keeping it at bay or um you know banishing it completely it just kind of dissolves it in a way it's not like you're kicking it out of that place you're just kind of like making it go away completely it's kind of cool it's almost like when we were talking about in the season two episode 13 episode about the shielding and blocking and charging and reflecting or absorbing so this would be something that you would um use if you were trying to absorb other people's negative energy that way you can like lock it up or burn it or get rid of it whatever it is so just a brief refresh on that too if you're gonna do a collection type thing of um where you're trying to like burn the negative energy so if you take it all on like we talked about there and you pass it on and let it be absorbed by something else then burning that will kind of help get rid of all of that I know it sounds, like, it sounds kind of crazy, but if you um, go back to the episode, it's more in-depth there, you know, the whole process and and the point behind it and everything. A bit crazy. Now, there are a lot of flowers, and I never really thought about, you know, flowers and magic and everything. Like, obviously, flowers, you know, are in different parts of it, and gardening witches, green witches do a lot of things with flowers, but... I got a whole apothecary going on now of dried flowers and I use these so much now that I never would have thought of before and I'm learning a lot more about them um I grew up I think I told you guys before that I used to do like some summer programs at Purdue University because we're like a half hour away um where I did, like, the horticulture program and learned all of that. And gardening was, like, my huge thing. I wanted to be a landscaper. Like, that was my dream was to just, like, create these amazing landscapes and do all that. So, I learned a lot about flowers, but I didn't learn about this side of it. I learned about, like, what takes sunlight, what takes shade, you know, when to plant this and make sure it's going to be in full bloom by this state, and, and caring for them and how much water they need and all that shit. But I didn't learn about the properties of them and how helpful they can be to people in general not just witches but to people in general so I'm really excited about that so my um dry flower apothecary is really growing and I think it's super cool there's some in there I never would have thought of I just honestly I bought like a variety box and um off Amazon off the same girl that I get my herbs through and I was not disappointed at all it's pretty cheap too pretty cheap carnation Awesome for protection, chrysanthemums, uh, dogwood, foxglove. Which I'm never fucking heard of foxglove, but um, I came across this um, when I was going through that book. Remember the book I told you guys about a couple episodes back called *The Book of Shadows*. It's an experiential guide for the modern witch by Soria. Yeah. She's got some really interesting stuff in there when it comes to flowers. And that's really fucking cool. So, if you get a chance or you're looking for a new book, I'd highly recommend that one. But, yeah. Foxglove. Never heard of it. Kind of cool. Wanted to get some. Definitely got to try some. Geraniums. Heather. Honeysuckle. Um, I'm going to fuck this sword up, too. Hyansis. Synths. Hyansis. I don't know. I'm so sorry. I'm really suck at pronouncing some words here. Again, lavender. Lavender is just perfect in all forms, honestly. And again, rosemary, all fucking forms, just fucking awesome. Lilac, lily, marigold, Pineys. guys. I fucking love pineys. And I have these little hard ball because when they dry, they get, you know, they pull back into their little bud, and it's just, it's like they reverse back. It's so fucking cool love them. I think they're just fucking awesome. And they smell good and everything else. Periwinkle, Primrose, Regular Roses, Snapdragons, Tulips, Violet, and Yarrow. Yarrow. Yarrow actually smells kind of interesting. I'm gonna just open it and smell because I'm literally right there and I just looked at it. It reminds me of something I cannot for life may figure out what it is. It almost reminds me of like um, sun tea. With some honey in it and maybe something else. But I can't quite put my finger on the extra little smell there. I don't know what I'm forgetting or missing or whatever. But. Yeah. So those are just some of the different tools that you might have around your house. Like as far as, you know, from your apothecary or your um, kitchen. Sorry, I can think of the word. Or your fucking garden for that matter. So, you put these all together with everything we've talked about with making talisman or salt bowls or pouches or whatever it is you're planning on doing. Sigil and making some art out of it. there's Some different color options. I mean, the options are endless, honestly. Like, just so many options. It just takes your your soul to put into it to create something. And to manifest what you want to have happen and set your intentions and you are golden. It's also really fun to, to make it. I, I don't know about you guys, but I love the DIY side of witchcraft. Like, I fucking love it. Yes, I do buy a lot of things, but I also make a lot of my stuff just because it's fucking awesome. Um, like going into the the woods and just grabbing some sticks and making some shit. May not look super pretty, but it's fucking awesome. I have, like, this twig figure with, well, I have one called twigs. I think they're thick branches, but, um, it's a sign for protection that I have. And it's hanging from the ceiling like a little hangman kind of guy. It's really cool. I'll take a picture and post it on there. It's, it is actually, it was so weird as I came across it in, um, a book I was reading. I think it was online book. It wasn't an actual paper book. It was, a um, a download. And when I got done, so I'm like, this is so cool. I really want it. And I'm gonna mispronounce the name, but it's like, Shana. Sh- sh- it's, it almost looks like you're saying Shania, but it's not. And it, long story short, I'll have to go back and actually find the correct name. Cause I'm just, I'm tired, my brains not working. But um, when I got done and we got I was like, man, this looks so familiar. Why am I so drawn to this? Like, what is this? Where did it come from? And it literally looks exactly like the little, um, figures that the witch from the Blair Witch hung outside the tent when the people were sleeping out there. So, that shows you that they did some real research when they created that movie to know, like, what to put out there. Because these are real, actual symbols of protection that they used to hang out in their area outside their home. And I think it's really cool. So, I went above my altar and, um... It's just another thing for protection for me. And I also, you know, just love the idea of doing all this DIY stuff. And um, and it's really cool. It just gives you so much creativity and chance to just kind of do your thing. I, I like the idea of the sigils with, you know, having them on a the canvas and adding your own touch or a picture frame or whatever. And maybe you just literally draw on a piece of paper and then leave the black background that comes with the picture frame and just smash them like bay leaves or something cool in there for just effect and then you have extra protection added into it again guys the the options are limitless there's so many different things you can do here with it and again it's it's all all about your manifestation your intentions what it is that you want to come out of this and if you don't put your heart and soul into it If you don't truly believe in yourself, then it's not going to do a damn thing. You're just going to let spirits walk right in over it. So, you can do it. You can make it fucking awesome. Just have fun with it. But if you're really scared, if you have something seriously fucked up going on like I did, reach out and I will help you find a way to take care of it faster than having to just, you know, make some cool stuff and sit around and hope that it, works because sometimes we have to act fast and we have to go to extremes so always reach out thebasicwitch2020 at gmail.com I will help in any fucking way shape or form that I can um it's just sometimes it's just too much to try to explain everything on here individually for um specific situations that not everybody has so it may be confusing so um, plus privacy is really cool and important. So reach out to me if you have um, any more questions or anything that you want me to explain in a little more depth or if you you know just need a little bit of help or just maybe you just want some reassur- reassurance or a second opinion on something going down just hit me up and um the basic 2020@gmail.com and I'll do everything I can to help you out. I hope you guys have a fucking awesome day. I'm really sorry that this this episode again was kind of jumbled and all over the place but i don't know i've been doing more rawness with them and yes i did ground myself you guys literally heard me start doing it and then i took my break but um i I did ground myself and everything for this episode it's just kind of jumbled because there's a lot to this it's i get passionate about it because there's so much that could be at stake if you don't take the right steps to to protect yourself and your family and your loved ones and everything So, before I sign off I want to tell you guys too I signed up for a new um, box like a monthly subscription box they had this uh, deal going on on Facebook where you get the first month for $9.99 and it's normally a $39.99 a month box it is literally so similar to Mindful Souls I even got some of the same things that I got the first time I got Mindful Souls like, literally the same kind of box. The Dreamcatcher was really cool. I came with it. It's... If you guys ever got the Mindful Souls box, your first box was probably the one that had, like, the orange Dreamcatcher in it. This is, like, the same fucking thing, only it's blue. But it's super cool. And then I have a uh, got a Backflow, um... Instant Cone Burner thing, which is super fucking cool. Loved it. It's now my office at work. I got, uh, Rainbow Tree of Life Crystal... On a necklace, I got a solar system bead bracelet. Uh, what else came in it? Uh, I can't think. There was a amethyst necklace that came in it, and damn it, I can't remember. There's a few other things. I think a crystal came in it too. I just don't remember which one because they're literally everywhere. Um, oh, it was a, I think it was a raw amethyst. Anyway, if you see that ad, it's called Seven Chakras. You can get it on Facebook. Your first month is $9.99. You can cancel at anytime, so you don't have to like do the $39.99 after that. But guys, if you're fucking able to get it for the 999 get it. Because it's fucking cool. For ten bucks and you get all the cool, awesome shit, definitely try it out. Maybe something you like. Again, you guys know I love my mindful souls, but this one's definitely a close second. It's just trying to be like them. And of course, Goddess Provisions, love them. My box this month was a little fucked up, though. When I got it, it was a little damaged. And then I'm pretty sure a few things were missing because I didn't get the card. Um, so, I emailed them and, and they're going to talk to me and let me know what's going on. But, that's it. So, if you guys have any suggestions or questions, whatever. Just reach out to thebasicwitch2020 at gmail.com. Otherwise, y'all have a fucking blessed day. I will talk to you all later let's go to the facebook group and chat some more about what y'all think Bless be y'all bye